Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. UMFM. This is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Elves. Kicking things off for us tonight. New single from Ducks Limited, uh, Head On, featuring Illuminati Hotties. Uh, just the one song so far, but uh, excited to hear more from, from this band. Uh, I know Jared was a huge fan. Uh, station manager, Jared Nikidiak, uh, put Ducks Limited on his year-end list when we did our countdown show at New Year's. Uh, we got a busy show for us tonight. Tons of new music. And I'm going to be featuring a lot of it. Uh, but coming up around seven o'clock uh, in half an hour, uh, my interview with 
uh, Isif Yusuf. Uh, we've been playing stuff from Consistency, his new record, uh, in the past few weeks. And so excited I got the chance to talk about that record. Uh, but before we get to that, we've got some uh, new stuff, some, some blues and rock. Uh, this first one, uh, following up a 2021 album, Lydia Hole is back with Take Better Care of Your Woman. A uh, great bluesy number, and we're going to follow it up with a great bluesy rock band, Black Keys, with a new single. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM.
Disney World I was pacing circles inside my mind Cause when you told me that you were switching schools I couldn't help but feel like you were leaving me There are many ways that I like to eat some eggs. 
It really cracks me up that a chicken laid it. There are many ways I've found I'm not yoking around. So many exciting ways to eat an egg. You might have them over hard or soft or over medium. Maybe scrambled pasty, the poacher, you could bake. Try them deviled, you can try them fried. Or in a nice hash or up sunny side. There's many ways that I like to eat some eggs. It really cracks me up that a chicken laid them. There are many ways I've found I'm not Have green eggs, thinking eggs with sausage or bacon in an all better benedict to hash your making in a French toast pancakes, maybe a little shake. There are many ways that I like to eat some eggs. It really cracks me up that a chicken laid them. There are many ways I found I'm not going around. So many exciting ways to eat an egg. Have you tried your egg Spanish fried? Kayatse is an omelet that's Thai. Tamagoyaki's an egg log that's Japanese. Migas is good if you've got some cheese. Shaksuka is a Tunisian dish. Quite quite fried quail eggs if you wish. Steamed egg custard is a dish from China. Menamin is from Turkey and there's nothing finer. In many ways that I like to eat some eggs. It really cracks me up that a chicken laid it. There are many ways I found I'm not yoking around. So many exciting ways to eat an egg. Yeah, so many exciting ways to eat an egg. Eggs are a natural source of vitamin D. Right before the break, Winnipeg's own James Culleton with Egg Song off of the James Culleton Super Fun Show, a children's album uh, that just came into my lap earlier this week. Uh, Out today uh, from Fanta Records, which is an offshoot of CITR, the campus community radio station in Vancouver, a band called Kitty Prozac with Vacation Song from None Shall Be Afraid. Cobra and Vulture with Open Book off of Vesuvius at Home, a new by Divine Rights song called St. Leon's. It's the title track to a forthcoming record. Uh, coming up right away, my interview with Isaf Youssef. Uh, before we get to that, we're going to play you something new from Sudan Archives. The song is called Homemaker. Uh, Sudan Archives announced as the uh, guest uh, programmer for Sled Island and the uh, put together a very interesting list of performers for that great festival out of Calgary. Uh, big fan of Sudan Archives, excited to hear more from this record, but for now, here's the first single. This is Homemaker on 101.5 UMFM. Desire 
Well, we've played some stuff off of Consistency, his new record. Uh, Yusuf El Magarbal performing under the name Isef Yusef, and uh, he joins us uh, to talk about the record. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? It's going good. So I'm I'm fascinated by this record uh, right from the get go. It's one of those ones you kind of want to listen to all at once, right? Like not kind of piecemeal or like individual tracks. Sure. And I feel like that's like super intentional, like the way that this, this album flows, was it created with that in mind? Like to kind of like let people sink into it? Yeah. I mean, I kind of like making my projects to, to be uh, kind of just like one continuous piece. Um, so that that's kind of been the case, I think with, with, with my last two albums as well, where 
Um, the songs aren't necessarily all exactly the same, but there is some sort of flow to it. So rather than it being, um, you know, uh, uh, like a, a set of, you know, 13 different tracks, it's, it's kind of just one piece as an album to kind of encourage that, uh, you know, listening at listening to an album all the way through, as opposed to just kind of picking out individual tracks, but you know, to each his own, I guess. Is that, is that like a reaction to kind of like contemporary music delivery stuff? Like, you know, the way like Spotify pushes singles or the way people put playlists up and, and albums kind of like push back against that? I mean, I think it's really more uh, just kind of uh, to, 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 to go with the way that I personally like to consume music. But, you know, well, there, there will be like some songs where it's just, okay, this song is really great. I need to listen to it on repeat. And that's, that's totally fine. I think that's one of the biggest reasons that I'm still doing individual tracks is because, you know, sometimes you just want to listen to one song. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as, uh, there's, there's just something I think really great about uh, having an album that is all kind of nice and cohesive and, you know, you can, if, if you were are to sit and listen to the entire thing all the way through, it's a different experience than it is to just kind of pick tracks out and, and go on. So I really like to listen to, you know, certain albums just all the way through. And that's kind of the way that I like to consume music generally. Um, right. But, yeah. Are you like someone who listens like on vinyl, like where you kind of have like a side A and a side B and think so, about I mean, records in that way or? Yeah, I mean, vinyl is something I've definitely been wanting to get into, but um, at this point, I'm I'm just you know I'll stream uh, an album like on Spotify or something like that, listen to it on the car or, or something like that. But right, I, I definitely I think I consume music as if I have like a set of vinyl because I'll I'll just be listening to the same stuff on repeat, um, and you know, just yeah, I'll kind of just cycle the same albums over and over again and just listen to them. You know, You've released like, on tape though, right? Am I yeah, mistaken? Uh, my previous album, Shagara La Moon, is uh, released, or it is being released on tape. I'm not sure if the tape has been out yet, um, but uh, Consistency is currently being released on tape. Right. And so do you give some thought to like kind of where the break is to make a side A and a side B? Like when you're releasing an album that really flows like one into the next? Well, yeah. So something that's actually going to be really nice about uh, this this album coming out is that I think the length of it it's about twenty four minutes in total. Um, it, it's short enough where it can actually all be on one side, uh -huh. which uh, which honestly I'm I'm pretty happy about because while you know you know sometimes there needs to be a break and you know you have to you know flip and all that stuff, but I, I really like the fact that it can be on vinyl and still just be one consistent you know listen through. Right. Um, but I think there's going to be some kind of artwork on the back, which will be nice. Oh, like a lino cut or something like that. That's, yeah, that's something like that. Cool. Uh, so when it comes to creating the songs that end up all together, like are, are you writing them individually or are you like kind of writing all in one fell swoop so that everything fits together? Or are you like kind of jigsaw puzzling it later and like piecing it together? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I think the process has been a little bit different for each album. Um, typically the way that I kind of go about it is I'll just make a bunch of loops, you know, a bunch of ideas put together, and then I'll kind of try and stretch them out, um, you know, later, uh, while I'm coming up with melodies and, and lyrics and stuff like that. Um, and it's this sort of cohesive or, or this, this sort of simultaneous thing of, um, of, 
of thinking of what like the theme of the album would be and uh, what each individual song would be about and then kind of trying to order in a way that makes sense. And, and so it's this sort of, uh, th there's nothing really kind of like, there's no plan set in mind from the very beginning. It's really just like, oh, this song might fit, you know, really good here. Oh, this song can kind of go into this a little bit. There might be a nice transition here, stuff like that. But definitely when I'm creating it from the very beginning, there's, there's like no structured uh, set plan. And uh, lyrics is something that has been new that that I that I've only added on this most recent project. Um, so like my my process in the past has been to just make the songs completely like I I've um, on on for Shagat of the Moon I made the entire album uh, you know like and finished mastering it and all this stuff before I even like knew what it was going to be what what it was going to be so they were all just called like track one track two track three. Um, and then even at that point, it was trying to figure out the best way to order it and, and all that stuff. And so naming in that sense is like, okay, I have this project. What's some sort of theme that, that might mean something to me that I can kind of tie these songs to. So now, you know, whenever I listen to um, that, I'll, those instrumentals, I can kind of look at the title and, and remember like, oh, this one thing from, you know, from my childhood kind of thing. Um, but yeah. So the decision to incorporate lyrics, like, was that a conscious thing? Like, was that something you were kind of aiming to do in past releases and just kind of building up towards? Or how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, so it, it was kind of this, uh, I guess, th this uh, desire to kind of just evolve the sound that, that, I've, that I've been using, that I've been making. Um, so, you know, like my first two albums were just instrumental, which I'm, you know, I, I love instrumental music, you know, that's, that's what I grew up playing. That's what I grew up, you know, listening to a lot, a lot of jazz. Um, and so um, in order to kind of just take the sound that I had been working on where, you know, I'm just using bassoon sounds and trying to um, make some sort of, uh, you know, cohesive project with just that, I, I kind of wanted, I didn't want that to be kind of like the only thing that I was doing or to, I didn't want to kind of uh, shut out any development from that end. So the, I think the decision to incorporate lyrics was a combination of um, A, you know, me having something to say at all, um, and then B, uh, you know, trying to see like what ways that I can kind of develop the sound. So, um, you know, that led me to be able to, you know, use a vocoder that I had made um, on the project and, um, you know, process some vocals and, uh, see how that can fit into the bassoon sound. And I ended up actually using um, more than just, you know, bassoon per, uh, percussion sounds. So I was, you know, actually using samples and all this stuff. So it's this, I, I'm trying to, I guess, cultivate this sort of sound where, you know, I'm still able to feature the bassoon because that's, that's, you know, my main instrument. And that's the, the, the way that I've been able to kind of compose a lot of the songs um, that I've made so far. Um, but, you know, without it kind of getting into this gimmicky sort of thing where, you know, oh, that's like just the, the thing that that's like the only thing that can be done kind of thing. But, yeah. Did you say you built a vocoder? Well, it was, yeah, it was kind of for a project, um, uh, for, for school. Um, but, um, I essentially took like some PVC pipe and cut some holes in it. And then I took some, uh like photoreceptors, some light sensors, um, and put them um, on the 
sorry, I put some light, like some LED lights on the outside and some photoreceptors on the inside and you kind of can play it like a little flute. Um, and you just speak into the microphone. I, I did some code in like Arduino and Max. Um, and it just, I think I really just incorporated it because I happened to have one that I had made and, you know, I was working on an album. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point it's not functioning, but I, I might, you know, build it back up and try and use it again on another project. Yeah. I was just curious about kind of like incorporating, uh, like something's self-engineered into, into this and, and not just like, you know, the instrument that you've been playing for a long time and, and have some mastery over versus something that you've just created and are kind of learning on what, what that forces your brain to do creatively. Sure. Yeah. I mean, what was nice about, about having made this instrument was that it wasn't some, you know, completely new system necessarily. So, you know, I grew up like uh, playing a bunch of instruments besides bassoon. So I was able to kind of map it to like, a mixture of you know flute fingerings and and uh you know bassoon fingerings some some kind of mixture there mm. um and then you know besides that you're just kind of talking into the microphone so it was really this this cool uh way of being able to you know play a vocoder on an instrument that i'm comfortable on and then you know just uh speak into it or, or sing into it like uh like you would on a typical vocoder so it was right. it, it, it ended up being a lot more intuitive than i think uh, I was expecting it to be, which was nice. You mentioned incorporating samples and, and I am curious about kind of the, the drum breaks on, on this record. And like, was there a specific kind of era or style or producer that influenced the sound of it? Cause I mean, it's got kind of a, a distinct kind of, uh, at least for what it brings to mind for me, I feel like there's kind of an era that you're tapping into, but it, it, was that something intentional for you? Um, honestly, I maybe like subconsciously, but, but I think for me, I'll kind of just, I don't really have like a very specific sound, I think in mind when I'm, when I'm making music. Um, so I kind of, I, I kind of like to, to let the project kind of, you know, uh, evolve into whatever it's going to be, but I typically consume a lot of like eighties funk and like nineties R and B and hip hop and stuff like that. So there might be some, you know, overlap going on there subconsciously, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I, I can't really think of like any very specific sound that I had in mind when I was making it though. Well, it's got like a 92 crispness to some of the, like the snare hits and stuff. So oh, sure. I, that's the kind of what I was thinking of. And so whether there was like a specific, you know, like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis style or something like that, mm -hmm. but it sounds like maybe that's kind of stuff that percolates based on your listening habits. Yeah, I mean that that's that's probably yeah pretty valid. I honestly, um, yeah, I kind of will just like you know I'll record something on bassoon or I'll have an idea on piano and then you know I'll play some kind of groove on it and I'll just choose some drum sound that seems to fit and you know mix it a certain way. So it's this really like you know let's just see what happens kind of process. Um, but I mean, there's probably something really just like guiding the decisions that I'm making along the way. So, you know, I just don't, I, I guess it's not conscious necessarily. Right. Now I noticed you have a piano in your, in your room behind you there. Like, do you write on the piano at all? Or do you typically try to kind of find the melody on bassoon or like what, what's kind of like, or do you have a primary way of kind of writing a, a melody or a tune? Yeah. Um, there's been, 
uh, I, I've noticed that there's been a diff, like a big difference in the music that I end up uh, making uh, on piano versus the music I make on bassoon. Um, so for my pre, like my my previous project, uh, de la Moon, that was all composed uh, on bassoon. So I basically, you know, uh, a couple of days over the summer, you know, during during uh, my undergrad, um, I you know, sit, sit down with logic open and I just, you know, record a track, like record a, you know, one line and then I add another line on top of it. And so it's this sort of process of like, uh, it, it really, that composing in that style really led me to um, not really, sorry, not, uh, what am I trying to say? To, to not put in more than there needs to be. Mm. Um, so you're really just adding one layer at a time and listening to it and being like, this is probably good enough as it is. It doesn't need anything more. Whereas, um, on piano, um, you know, I'm really thinking in terms of chords, um, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll play some kind of thing and I'll be like, what, what notes should I switch to, or what direction do I want this corporation to go in? And it really creates a, a very, um, like specific sort of uh, a chord progression that's that's a lot different than I think what I end up making when I just compose on bassoon. Um, and so for the consistency, uh, I think there was a, a big difference in the in, in the songs that came out because um, a lot of the songs on consistency were actually um, chord progressions that I had just kind of played around with on piano and then decided to play on bassoon. Whereas, you know, Sugar to the Moon was like, you know, one bassoon note at a time. And there, I don't think I touched a piano in that entire process. Um, so, yeah. So you're, you're finding kind of the, a narrower band for the bassoon than what the piano creates and like paring things down for economy, uh, like on consistency, it sounds like, like that you were yeah. pulling back from what you'd initially created. Well, yeah, and so on consistency, um, after I'd like made the chord progressions, uh, you know, on piano or had come up, came up with the ideas on piano, then I used the bassoon, you know, recording each individual track to kind of arrange it the way that they were arranged. So I think there was still something to simplifying it once the idea was made. But um, I think like, as far as, uh, I, I think, I just think my processes of creating uh, those sounds are, are uh, pretty different um, between the two. Uh, they, they yield different results. Um, so, you know, having, so, so like, you know, uh, playing on piano, it's this sort of thing where, you know, I'm spending a lot more time just, you know, just playing stuff with the piano, like no added drums or bass or any other melodies on top. Whereas uh, doing it on bassoon is, is a lot faster of a process because I think it's just more, uh, more improvisatory mm -hmm. and um you know this sort of uh organic process where i'll add something and that will spark some other idea and that will spark some other idea so it's like this looping process that 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 tends to happen do you ever get caught in a loop like where you're just kind of like too in your head about something like that um well so i think that's that can happen sometimes uh, and it, it'll get a little frustrating if I like have a, you know, very specific goal in mind, like I want to create a song right now, or, you know, sometimes like it's just not coming or I can't come up with anything that I'm really digging. Mm -hmm. Uh, but a lot of the time I like to just make music without any, you know, specific deadline or goal in mind and, and just kind of see what happens. And that's been a big component of, um, 
the sort of like live performance uh, setup that I've you know been working on and 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 performing with, where uh, I've made this sort of like looper um, using Max, um, which is you know like a music coding software, um, and so uh, you know it allows me to you know play some loop with you know any filter like a a, a bass filter or um, I can. Uh, play in some drum samples or something like that. And then immediately just, you know, record some other line on top of that and just, you know, really kind of compose music using, using a looper. Um, mm -hmm. And so that, that process is really fun because I don't, I usually don't save any of the things that I make there. So it's just this sort of uh, hub where I'm like creating, you know, I get getting all the ideas out. So, you know, some of them are bad. Some of them are, you know, like worth uh, recording a little snippet on my phone for later, stuff like that. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's an interesting process um, or it's, it's a process that's, that has yielded, I think, interesting results. Speaking of live, I, I saw recently played with Angel Badawid. I hadn't played with her, okay. but I did, but I did do it. We had a little talk on her um, like radio show. Ah, okay. Maybe I misread the the event page for that because I was sussing sure, sure. <laughs> out some information. I just find it interesting because you know she kind of does with clearing out what you would do with bassoon in terms of like taking Absolutely. in a place that people haven't necessarily heard before. Yeah, I mean she's super great. I love you know all the music that she makes, um, and you know I'm definitely looking forward to the for, to the to the time that I get to play with her. Um, so hopefully that happens at a certain point. For sure. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Yusuf, I want to get you to pick a track off consistency. I know it's a tough ask considering we talked about how like the album is kind of meant to be listened to as a whole, but uh, sure. uh, something that we can play to follow the interview and, and maybe a reason why you're picking that track. Okay. Um, hmm. I think that something... So one of the songs on there that that I personally like the chord progression a lot of, um, and kind of I think the 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 simplicity of the lyrics and kind of how it how it ended up uh, working out, um, and just the arrangement I think in general uh, was um, alone again. Um, I think I I think I just like that track a lot because. Uh, a, because I think that the message is like relatively uh, clear, but also that it, I think it encapsulates, or sorry, encapsulates the 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 entire uh, like general message of the album, where it's this sort of thing where um, you know you kind of go through life you know alone, but if you have that relationship you know with yourself, then you won't necessarily be lonely, um, and so it's this sort of I think uh, mess general message of the album that that one you know song even though it's only maybe like a minute and a half I think um, can can kind of uh, bring out. Awesome. Well, we'll give that one a listen. Uh, it sounds like that might be like kind of a, a modus operandi for you as an artist, right? Like to, to be sure of yourself and comfortable and not alone in, in your own kind of personhood as you create music. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely. Uh, something that I've had to like think a lot about. Um, I love, you know, collaborating with other, you know, musicians and, and, and making music with other people, but there also is something to, 
um, you know, just sitting down with yourself and thinking like, okay, what do I want to create? What, what can, um, what's something that I'll create that will like, you know, uh, communicate exactly the way that, you know, or the way that I'm feeling or something that I'm thinking about without, you know, a lot of influence from, from others, you know, not saying that that's a bad thing, but that, you know, it, you can really make music that's authentically, you know, yours and, and something that, you know, you really, um, something that's not really, I guess, uh, uh, influenced by directly by others. Um, so I, I like creating in that style, you know, even though collaboration is also super great, but I think it also helps, um, creating music on your own also helps you, uh, when you're creating music with other people, which is kind of similar to relationships, right? Like if you mm. have, if you are, you know, uh, secure and, you know, being with yourself and, uh, you know, spending time on your own, then, you know, when you're seeking relationships with other people or friendships, um, you know, it's not something you need, but it's just something that you want. And, you know, that's like a way healthier way of going about it. So, yeah. Words to live by. Uh, the album's consistency uh, recorded under the name Isaf Yusuf. Uh, Yusuf, thanks very much for taking some time to talk about the record. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a great conversation.
Niggas get betrayed like Judas, Brutus. Keep your guard down, that's clueless. And you'll be asked out, but you already knew this. Demons from past years still can't shake them. Might like to reef on occasion, baby. Seasons and everything is changing. It's hard to go back when it's tainted, ain't it? It's hard to go back to Usher Raymond. Confessing for your love in the rain. Open up and turn to the main event. Get, I'm getting on a spaceship. Coming like five, four, three, two, one. I'm about to blow Now it's a pretty world. Keep feet planted in deep soil. Cause pride always come before a default. And that so fat it got recoil. Finna take you on a detour. Coming like five, four, three, two, one. subsidies and whatnot to sit on their asses and play all day they ain't living in the world yeah this is getting way out of hand corporations turn the forest to sand while politicians reassure us that there's more to the plan fortune expands body cams according your fam the trickle downs for less fortunate man of course it's a scam support the troops and don't bother to question everybody's grandfather's a legend cops and objectors the light of truth is shining off of reflectors pointing shotties with the auto ejectors of the water protectors reporting live on turtle island the verbally vibrant burst the verse of murder a tyrant want to pin him down as a criminal off the song though don't kid around they ripping minerals of the congo and to be honest ain't a question of who's dishonest who keeps the bombs and armored cars on the route to hardship i'll be a nuisance prove it's hard to shoot a moving target once the food we harvest stops moving through the supermarket Size. They need a seat in the back. They say you 
out on a dime if you be sleeping like that you pay it no never mind like ain't no need to react cause dreaming don't be for everyone as much as it should be they see you for who you are and what all that you could be tight rope line between being told all of it's a waste and becoming what you saw when you awake we're kicking back, reflecting all at the corner sink. And twin mattresses turn over California King. Waking up and believing what you know. And swearing that it was real until it's easier to show. Do believe it, right? Dreams trying to bring them to fruition. Oh, fruition. I'm active with the scheme until we clicking. And everybody in the click rich living the vision. But I'm still throwing rocks at the prison. Shady Dillon's on both sides. The mission is to make the transition from crimes, fiends to call all the time. Caltech nines, that's on my mind. And chilling in the fly pavilion. Cause this shit that I designed made a killing. Who you feeling? The hero or the villain? I respect the nigga that took a risk to go against the system. Life a bitch. I'ma stick my dick in. Off the world like it's a tradition. I rap like fresh at the chess table with the clock ticking nice enough to checkmate your king with a pawn i pee on this issue pee on zone spread the song from nyc to hong kong even when i'm gone bury me with weed and ralphie on i'm a fucking dawn never been a minute thinker my mind's wise enough to analyze the bigger picture plot like a rich life in the game the streets is more than
We're back here on Thank God It's Free Range. You just heard Jimba Grooves Arasane from their new record, Susuma, the uh, Berlin-based Afro-soul group back with a new one on Agogo Records. Before that, Super Yamba Band. Uh, that one coming to me by way of Ubiquity Records out of San Francisco. Uh, you heard the A-side, Yenni Agoro, featuring Ose Korienke. Uh, before that, DJ Poolboy with Mala Okama from Stay Just a Little While Longer. That album featured a collaboration with Canadian Fog Lake. Speaking of collaborations, Emma Hoyt and Night Shifts with Kicks before that. DK and Ghetto Socks with What It Seems that features Sky Zoo and Rome Streets. And we started the whole set off with Harrison featuring Toby and the track Out of This World. Going to leave you with two last cuts from the UK. Kazali's The Rush EP features this great track, Passion Controller. And then the Jazz Defenders are back on record kicks with King Phoenix and a track called The Oracle. Keep it locked. After 8 Radio coming up next. Simple silence 
Thank you. 